you are listening to Peace with Peace podcast, an interview series that gives others a chance to inspire others with their story. My name is Alexa, and I'm here with Carla. Hey. Hey. So, before we get started, just a little quick release. I want to make sure that I have your permission to use your name, what you say, um, any information, and that you understand that this will be shared. This recording will reach listeners, maybe even go around the world, maybe, Um, but that I'm the owner of this content. Is that okay with you? Yes. Sweet. Okay. So, if you are local, you know Carla, because Carla got some businesses. She's popping. So, you would know her from her Lisa Maya May photography or the Carla Jean Empower Her photography. And let me say that, Empower Her, she does that. She is about that. She makes everyone feel so great, myself included. She's awesome. Thank you. Um, And she's also the mommy of five beautiful children. So, let's ask the questions. Jump in. Um, Carla, what does beauty mean to you? Um, Beauty means to me. I definitely feel like beauty shouldn't even be a word in a way. Because I feel like right away you think of pretty, another word Mm -hmm. that is just like socialized with how you look, your clothes, makeup, hair, all those things. So I definitely feel like beauty runs more like skin deep. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it's more of a feeling than an actual visual of yourself. I agree. And I feel like that's starting to be a trend I hear when I talk to people. Yes. That everyone's like, beauty makes you think of outward stuff. But yes. it shouldn't because no. beauty's really on the inside. Yes. Yeah, I feel and that it, way too. It told me to be, like, I just posted about 30 years old to, like, actually realize that. Like, mm-hmm. that I'm more beautiful because of, like, my personality. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, I still look at myself and, like, point out flaws and see what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I'm like, I'm definitely more beautiful because I just made this person feel amazing. Or because I, I did this so good. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel better about myself for how the, my actions more than my appearance. Mm-hmm. And I'll make jokes about myself when I look crazy. Like, <laughs> I know I look a hot-ass mess. Like, and I don't know. So I definitely... I think, like, my personality definitely shines more through. And other people, like, I meet people, and and I won't remember how they really looked. I remember mm-hmm. their personality. Oh, I love that. And, like, they're beautiful to me. And they'll stick, their, like, personality will stick with me just because, like, how they rubbed off on me. Yes. Oh, my God. I'll remember somebody for how they made you feel. Yes. And that's something, like you said, too. It's like, I feel beautiful when I make others feel beautiful. It's like yes. a different type of thing. It is. Than what we're taught. But like you said, it doesn't happen um, overnight. Like, it takes a lot of time to yes. learn that. And then we're we're still accept- acceptable, or whatever that word is, to <laughs> society's image of it. Yes. So it's like, no matter how much we learn, like, we look at people for... Um, how they treat others, and we feel beautiful when we do good to others, but society still creeps in. Yes. It's and social media has a big play in it, I feel like. Oh, yeah. You know. I agree. You, you see the, you see pictures of pretty girls and things like that, but it's like, but how are they in real life? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I always, like, tell people, like, I'm a catfish. <laughs> 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 like, I'm so pretty on 
on Facebook <laughs> probably to people, but then you'll meet me and it's like I don't even put the effort in because that doesn't really matter to me when I go mm-hmm. to do shoots with females because it's about them. Right. And it's about I feel just amazing. I don't want to say beautiful, but I feel just so good about myself. Mm-hmm. Because I know that I'm about to make somebody feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I feel like just social media has just a big play in it. Like, we naturally compare ourselves to people. Oh, yeah. And what they're wearing and how they look and their, how bomb their makeup is. And, oh, they're the same age as me, as me but they are, like, so much younger looking than uh-huh. me. And they got their stuff more together than mm-hmm. me. And, you know, and it's just, like, social media is, like, definitely, like, a double sword. Yes. It's so good. For me, definitely, because if I didn't have social media, I wouldn't be able to reach the audience that I do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, it's the place that you scroll on at nighttime and you, like, second doubt yourself yes. about everything. And you have to be like, put my phone down, I need to go to sleep, and you just have to, like, not compare yourself to people. Yeah, it's hard, because it's like, social media is this highlight reel. So you just, like look and you swipe and you see beautiful picture after accomplishment because yes. no one's i mean some people post about everything that goes on i feel like you do yeah i feel like i try to too i'm very um, honest on the page at least maybe not like my personal page but definitely on the podcast page yes i try to be real because the people don't they just like post all these good things and that's not what life is life that's has ups it. and downs dude as long as you remember that though yeah like, we're all human there's a story behind all of us not everybody's day is perfect and I meet beautiful people all the time yeah reassure me that like but I had to go through this or like Mm -hmm. I have to do this so like I definitely feel like beauty is just like just a word yeah um so you kind of touched on it a little bit but where did this definition come from um my definition definitely came from my like Mm self-awareness of how I felt about myself being bigger, older, a mom of five kids, compared to how I felt when I was a young mom, 135 pounds, Mm -hmm. you know, um, just littler, honestly, because I really don't think I was prettier than if you really want me to be honest. Yeah. If I look back at pictures, I'm like, oh my God, like, no, like I'm prettier now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I definitely feel like it just, one day, like, taking the pictures and, like, ma- empowering women and making them feel beautiful. That's just, like, where I got it from. Yeah. Yeah. So, it sounds like, one, just, like, growing up, yeah. like, growing for you and then your business, too. Yes. Um, and it's so cool that you, like, you don't associate skinny with beautiful anymore. Because no. it takes a long time to yeah. yeah to get rid of that association. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever been a big person on weight loss. Honestly, mm-hmm. I know that you do get a lot of girls that that is, but I'm like kind of the opposite. Not yeah. opposite, but um, I never struggle with like weight loss how some people do. Yeah. I've never been like obsessive about dieting, exercising, none of those things. Um, I would just, my weight always fluctuated. Yeah. So it would kind of be like, I'm bigger and then I'm smaller and bigger and I'm smaller. And I kind of just accepted it. Um, now that I'm older, I do say like being a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, I do see like the health issues of it. Like yeah. I worry about that side of it, but not yeah. the image of it. Right. Because it's never been like, my mom was always a bigger girl. Mm-hmm. My sister was always bigger. Like, and I felt they were beautiful. And, you know, so like, I don't know. Like, my take on, like, skinny has never mm-hmm. been, like, 
oh, she's definitely way more prettier than me because she's skinnier than me. Right. And you know what? Like, too, when you were talking, I was thinking, like, there's, like, two big, like, beauty influences. So women either have to be super skinny to Mm -hmm. be beautiful or we got to have these crazy curves. So I feel like it's, like, two spectrums. That Like, I never really thought about it in that way until you started talking. Like, you either have to be super skinny have these curves but like yeah. if you those two things really don't and that's actually it's crazy you say that because i actually don't think about the way i think do i look like a square or do <laughs> yeah I, am i curvy <laughs> yeah like because you know what i mean like that's my fear like not fear I, that's the wrong word like, i know what my you mean. thing is like do people picture me to be like bigger and boxy yeah or am i like bigger and curvy because you're right it's like mm-hmm. nowadays it's like I want to be slim, but I want to be thick. Yeah, like slim, thick. And it's like, those are opposites. (laughs) Total opposite, but now we're making it a thing. Mm -hmm. And it's a good thing, but for girls that don't naturally have curves, Mm -hmm. which I see, and I myself am not, I'm not curvy. Yeah. But I do look at myself and like, do I have like a waistline? Yeah. I do pay attention to those things and look at those things. And then you said to health. And like, that's something I never. Yes. Like. Health looks different for everybody. Yes. And, but just because you are thin doesn't mean you're healthy. And just because you're heavier don't mean you're unhealthy. Exactly. Like, health is something, it it gets deep. I think of when you get older, and Mm -hmm. me just being at the age where I'm at, it's like where health issues fall into place. Like, how I actually gained my weight was because I had that blood clot I told you about in 2019, literally January 1st, the beginning Mm -hmm. of the year, I was hit with having a PE blood clot in my left lung. So, me having that blood clot weakened me. And that's when my business actually started to, like, bloom a little bit. But it took me away from my business and all that because it weakened me. It made me mm-hmm. not as motivated to move around, honestly. Mm-hmm. I laid around a lot. And I next thing you know, I gained 40 pounds. Like, I don't know where it came from. I didn't overeat. I literally just gained this weight. Mm-hmm. And the doctors were, like, confused. They was like, did your diet change? I'm like, no. Like, yeah. I didn't do nothing different. I quit smoking cigarettes, though. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say when you quit smoking cigarettes, cigarettes are a natural stimulator. They keep you motivated, which I know sounds crazy because mm-hmm. it's toxic. But yeah. so when I quit smoking cigarettes, I think that's what happened. And then I gained this weight and I didn't notice it physically. Just mm-hmm. when I went to go put on clothes that following, well, that summer that I had from the previous summer, it's like, oh, nothing fits. Yeah. And then the relationship I was in, too, kind of like brought it to the light too but Mm -hmm. I honestly didn't see it I might be blind I'm I think I'm the opposite yeah you know how girls look at themselves in the mirror and they see a hippopotamus and they're like 130 yeah I think I look in the mirror and see somebody smaller and I know that sounds crazy I wonder if that's a thing but Mm -hmm. I don't see this like huge person unless it's like a picture from a certain angle yeah that's why I guess I'm a photographer. Yeah. Like, I know poses. Yes. And everyone was, like, commenting on my pictures, like, your butt looks so nice. And I'm like, it's about the pose that my butt don't look like that in real life. It's please. the angles. It's all about the angles. It really is. It's all about how you pose, big, small. Yeah. There's a pose for you that complements your body. Yes. And I like that because we're all different. So different things are going to flatter us. Exactly. But... And me shooting over, I would just estimate at this point, maybe three, four hundred girls. Ooh. Yeah. I would say that I've seen everything. Yeah. I've seen all body types, all boob size, all butt Mm -hmm. sizes, all stomach sizes, 
all these things and I kind of just girls are like I just trust you mm-hmm. like and I love when clients say that I just trust you and I'm like yeah. yes please trust me because I've seen your type yeah you got and the experience. I know what looks good you just have to know how to work what you get you got and that's like Caitlin's like punchline like yeah. you got to work what you got and I love her for it because yeah. like it's true you have to just you have to work what you got. Like, you might not have big boobs, but girl, we're going to pose you. Your boobs are going to look nice. And yeah. you might not have a slim waist, but there is a pose for you that will make you look like you do. I know it's just pictures, mm-hmm. but sometimes you need those pictures. Yes. Of your body. I'm not going to Photoshop you to look different, mm-hmm. but you need those pictures of your body, of how it looks in its best pose. Yes. While you're feeling the most empowered, the most beautiful. To just remind yourself, like, F that. Like, yes. I look good. And you know what? That's Your picture is a whole experience. And my first picture with you, I think, was when I was, um, my maternity picture, yes. I think. And I felt like Beyonce. <laughs> I felt, I'll say that again over and over again. Like, I felt so great. Like, you and Caitlin, like, hyped me up so yes. much. And then you see those pictures, you're like, oh, my God, I am beautiful. Like, oh, my you God, are. I am. And I love how you see different people all the time. Yes. And everyone looks different. Yes. But you still... Even, like, reading all the comments, you still make everyone who looks different and different ages, they all feel the same way after the shoot. Like, yes. they feel amazing. It's just, it's emotional. Sometimes. That's a power. It's just. You a, got a superpower. It's just so, I know, someone said that yesterday to me, like, you're a force. Yes. And I've, like, never heard that term for me. Like, you're, I, I was like. Ooh, I got chills. I know. I was just like, I I feel like I'm, I, and I, I posted about this yesterday. Uh-huh. I feel like I am where I'm supposed to be in life. I spent my 20s, I spent my teenage years as most confused. Yes. What's my purpose? Everybody yeah. wants to know that. What's my purpose? What am I supposed to do in life? Right. You know what I mean? And then me, like, being a dropout, having a kid young, mm-hmm. not having the education as most, being a single mom, raising kids. I really felt like, oh, my God, I'm really not going to get my stuff together until my kids are older, until I'm already in my 30s. Mm-hmm. And I started this business. Well, I started photography when I was 27. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. No, I'm lying. 26. I started photography in general at 26. I started Boudoir in uh-huh. 2000. I mean, 2017. So, yeah, it's three years now. In January, it'll be three years. Oh, okay. Exactly. It'll be three years since I started. And... Just slowly, as I just mm-hmm. did photos and did photos and the feedback and the things. And I was just like, I seriously, I don't know how to explain it, but it really, like, made, it gave me the big picture of my life. Yeah. It really did. Like, because I was in the wrong place in my relationship. I was in the wrong place of my living. I was in the wrong place of my mental. Uh-huh. I was in the wrong place with my friends. Mm-hmm. nothing in my life was connected nothing made sense everything mm-hmm. was chaos but that was the only thing that made sense yeah at that time it was like i might not be good at none of these things and i might not be good with any of these relationships but i know that i'm good at this yeah and then as just like a year went on and then two years went on it was like all those bad friends i didn't need got out my life yeah all those bad relationships i didn't need got out my life my living got better. Yeah. My relationship with my kids got better. My mental health got better. And I realized that the whole, like, the center of it all was because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Good. Like, I'm at my purpose. Wow. I'm, like, blown away. Like, I seriously feel that way. Like, still to this day. Like, it's, it makes me a better person. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think, like, 
I'm not overselling it or underselling it. Like, that's, like, the dead honest truth. Like, yeah. That's just how I feel. Like, if people know my background, I feel, and things like that, they will, like, get it. Like, I needed that for me. Yeah. And I still need it all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't know, because it's just, like, you need that person to remind you how pretty you are. Some girls just don't have that. Yeah. They'll even be, like, my husband doesn't even tell me. Yeah. And it's, like, you got to do it for you. Yeah. Or they gift them for their husband, and we, me and Caitlin always make a note to be, make a point to say, like, but always make sure it's more for you. Yeah. Because, you know what? We have so much power. Like, you just, like, you changed your whole life. It sounds like you had a whole, oh, yes. a whole new, like, stars yes. aligned. Like, a whole new galaxy for you. Yes. And, like, we underestimate ourselves, because that's, like, sometimes we feel like we're stuck, or we're stuck with people, or we're stuck with even a feeling, and then... But we got the power to change that stuff. And we got mm-hmm. the power, even if we don't get, like, relationships do have a big impact on how we feel. But you have the power to make all these changes. You, you and do. And you have the power to make yourself feel great, too. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes it's hard. Last year but, when I came out about my relationship, the the troubles in it. Yeah. My past relationship, obviously. I want to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had so many girls private message me you were I was shocked of the things yeah. that the people that were watching me and I didn't even know were watching me mm-hmm. that was just like I can't wait till I'm brave enough oh my to god to leave yeah. a toxic relationship and I was like so filled with emotion yeah because I was like damn I just want them I want them to get out now like yeah. I want them to like know like it's okay now but I have girls that honestly told me it's not my time now but I, but I can't wait to right. find it in me like you did. And I, and I tell people, it took me a long time. Yeah. It, when you have kids with somebody and things like that, there's, you stick around longer than you might yeah. actually need to. But um, that was another thing, too. Always, I found that I might embarrass myself on Facebook a lot. I know there's probably definitely people that, like, laugh at me or judge me and things mm-hmm. like that. But I don't do it for those people. Right. I do it for the people that actually, like I said, that will, like, message me and mm-hmm. be like, you inspired me. And yeah. it's like, and then it's like, I don't, I'm not embarrassed anymore. Because right. I do, I always, like, post stuff and then I, like, read it 50 times after I post it. Like, <laughs> should I have posted that? Yeah. Was that too personal? No. Like, yeah. I get, like, freaked out. out. And mm-hmm. then I'll just be like, F it. And you know what? You don't, I was like, think this all the time. You don't even know who you're reaching. Like, you don't know people's story. You don't. Then you're inspiring. You got, like, DMs and stuff. That is, that's, like, breathtaking. I don't even, yeah. I can't even form a sentence. Because people. Well, you do the same thing, I feel like. You reach Thanks. people that you probably don't think you reach at all. And, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of ghost people. Like, you got to think that for every five people that might actually reach out to you and say that you're inspired, you're inspiring yeah. them. There's probably 20 that are not brave enough to even mm-hmm. tell you. Oh, yeah. But That's they're, so true. they're watching you, though. Yeah. Like, I think what me, you, and many other women I know, like, and it's crazy because my circle has become this, like, boss-ass, <laughs> like, as I got yeah. older, like, all my friends around me are, like, I'm telling you, my life just came to, like, a full circle. circle. It's crazy mm-hmm. because, like, now I'm only surrounded by women like you. That we still have to be a mom and we mm-hmm. still have jobs, but um, like 
but we have such this like passion yeah to like make a change even if it's yes. one interview yes. even if it's only five likes on my post even if it's only one person that reaches out to me you say you have someone that reached out all the way from australia like it's crazy it's crazy it's like you don't know to just impact one person's life or change somebody's one life like mm-hmm. it was worth it and you know what too like i only want people in my life that have that passion like, and I need to watch how I say that because I love everybody. And not everyone, like, no, has exactly. found it yet. No. But, like, when you surround yourself with people who are on, like, the same wavelength that are, like, about... Because I think everyone wants to see positive things. They might not, like, be vocal about it or they may not know how to go about it. Mm-hmm. But, like, they want this positivity. Yes. But when you get submerged in a group that doesn't promote positivity, you can't grow in that. No. So then when you got like a group around you that's positive, it makes you flourish. Oh yes. And like everyone got their own group. So even if you're negative to somebody, you might be positive to somebody else. Like everyone got their own thing. I don't know how I don't wanna like make people like I feel like genuinely people want to do good. They're yeah. just lost or whatever. I don't want to put people down like that. Or but, you're just, like, stuck with the same crowd that you've always had. And it's, like, yeah. okay to, like, I've learned that it's okay to still love those people. Yeah. To still be friends for them people. Still be there for them people. You just have to, like, know your boundaries with yes. them. Yes. Boundaries are beautiful. Yes. And I, that's so hard to make a boundary when you're, like, when you want people to be positive. I don't know if you struggle with that. But I struggle with boundaries. I still do. Because you just want to pour into people. No, I totally. Uh, I I have people from my past. Um, and I don't want to get too much into it. Because I don't want to be, like, direct at all. But um, I, even though the hurt I've been through and things like that. Like, I still want the best for them. So, mm-hmm, I get it. Yes. Like, I still want to yes. invest my positivity mm-hmm. into them. And you know what? Like it, it it hurts because I know it's gonna drain me. I, I'm a big yes. believer of energy. Yes. And when you're around the wrong people, even though they may need you, and I'm and I'm saying this too with very sensitive, very very sensitive sensitive meaning. It's not that I won't go around people from my past because they was a bad influence or whatever the case may be, because I definitely still want to be there for them. Yes. But it's boundaries. It's about how much because you don't want your energy like drained. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you want to be like, please, just yes. like let me help you. Let me, whatever the situation may yeah. be, because I feel like love is love. Yes, I'm gonna, and that's another big thing I'm on. Love is love. Like if I loved you at one point, I still love you to this day. Yes, I agree with that. I don't like love doesn't change. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and, I'm very passionate about that. And what you said, too, like, and I never really thought about this until I had True. But, like, I cannot, aff- like, I'm going to have bad days, but I cannot afford to let myself get completely drained. I can have days where I'm more drained than others. Yes. But, like, to run myself like I did before I had True, I just can't do it. Because no. I have to be there for her. And, like, everyone has their days. Like, I know, like, bad and good days. But, like, I remember times before her, I would be, like, pacing the hallways. I was so drained. Like, I couldn't even, like, gather my thoughts. Because yeah. I was so worried about other people or, like, worried about, um, Things like, that were just out of your control. Yeah, out of my control. Or, like, I would pour, like, this is... You didn't experience this, but, like, I'd pour into my eating disorder to distract me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some things, like, I can't even remember. Yeah. Because I was so poured into it, to, and I forget a lot from 
probably my teenage years, even in my early 20s, I can't remember Me stuff. Me too. Because it's like you, I think it's like a trauma response. Like you forget stuff on purpose, but yeah. like I need people, like I want to be there for everybody, but I need people in my life that I know that can pour into me. Like you pour into me. Like, so you give me energy, so then I'm like, okay, I could be my best version for somebody who might need poured into. Yeah. Like, it's like a cup that just keeps pouring. Yeah, like a domino effect. Yes, and like, it, yes, It just, it goes on. Like, if you pass positivity on somebody, then it's only right that you, like, put it, or someone's passed positivity onto you, you go ahead and you move it on to the next person. Yes. It's, it's the greatest gift, and, um, we all have the ability to do it. Heck yeah. It's simple. It's simple as... You, I love you the most because you are, you are yes. the type of person you'll message me about something, whatever, you know, that's going on in our life right now. And then at the same time, y'all get to put, well, how you been? <laughs> yeah. Like, you are definitely like a check up how you been type of friend. And I never yeah. had those friends. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's, I wish I had you and Caitlin and Kenzie. Yeah. Back when um, I was sick. Yeah. And I, like, didn't leave the house, and I have, like, I used to be agoraphobic, um, which a lot of people don't know what that is, and I used to have boundaries of where I would go, and I didn't have those people that checked up on me. Yeah. So, what does that mean? What's agoraphobic? I I was agoraphobic. I didn't leave the house. Okay. The actual definition is just, like, boundaries, though. Some people that are agoraphobic will still leave the house, but they only will go to, like, certain areas. Okay. Mine was completely strictly my house. Okay. Um... So, um, my mom and my kids' grandma used to take them to their appointments. Um, I was completely, completely homebound. The longest I ever went without leaving my house was roughly, like, 10 months. Mm. Like, didn't leave at all. Um, when my son got sick with diabetes and things like that happened in my life, I slowly started leaving. Kenzie. Yes. Is the first person that ever got me out the house. Um, I'm crying. <laughs> I know you cry every time, but it just shows, like... How much it really means. Oh, I am crying because, um, Kenzie was the first person and we met because of our two exes. Yeah. You know, and it's crazy because how people are brought into your life, but she was brought into my life for that purpose, I feel like. Yeah. And, um, she was like, I kept, I remember that day, clearly, because, um, I kept saying, no, I can't go. I gotta use the bathroom. My stomach kept hurting. Yeah. It's like, she had this, we're going to Ohio Pal. It was a nice day. It was like May. It was like yeah. the first like nice big day. Everybody's going to Ohio Pal. Pal. You yeah. Know how it is. Get the kids' bathing suits on. We're doing all this. And then when it was time for me to get ready, I was like, oh, my stomach hurts. I kept going to the bathroom. Kenzie would not give up on me. Aww. She was like, no, you're coming. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. It's going to be fun. It's beautiful. Let's go. Yeah. All these positive, 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 positive. Po- like, like throwing it at you. She like, like <laughs> wouldn't give up. Yeah. And she got me out the house um, to do something. Bes- I did leave the house. I do want to say that. I did leave the house before that, but it would only be for, like, serious things. Yeah. But to, like, go out and, like, have a fun day in the sun at Ohio Powell? No. Yeah. That wasn't in my, like, forecast for me. Right. Um, so she was the first person. So I give, like, the most thanks to her. Yeah. Like, I will never, ever, ever, ever take that relationship for granted with her. Yeah. Because she was definitely brought into my life for that and still to this day to be, like, the best supporting friend ever. Yes. But, um... Shout out. We love you, Kenzie. (laughs) I do. Shout out. I love her so much. She doesn't understand. Like, I... Uh, she knows, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know about that about me, but it was definitely a struggle. And I feel like it was postpartum. Mm-hmm. It started with postpartum. I had kids young. And then I had three kids back-to-back. Like, yeah. my kids are literally, like, my first three are, my daughter will be 13 tomorrow. 
my son is 14 and uh, my third one is 11, but she'll be 12 in May. So they're okay. all like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. I had three mm-hmm. kids and three, I had three kids in diapers at one point. Just put it like that. Yeah. I never got that mental break. Mm-hmm. So after I had my third kid is when I slowly like was drained, like too drained. So everything tired me. And yeah. then it, it just turned into agoraphobic. And I didn't actually know I was agoraphobic until my son got diagnosed with diabetes and they put it on the medical report for him that mom is agoraphobic. And I remember looking at that word and they diagnosed me because I couldn't ride a helicopter with him because they were scared that I would freak out because he had to get life flighted. So they didn't want me to freak out because the attention needed to be on him, of course. Like, wow, what a way to find out, though. That's but that's how I was labeled. Yeah, as this month I had this mental illness which I didn't know I had I just thought everyone joked with me like where I lived at the neighborhood I lived in it was like a joke Carly don't ever leave the house ha 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 no one actually cared yeah if I had the friends that I had today I know that I would never made it past a week of not leaving (laughs) right you know what I'm saying like Kenzie you like come on Caitlin uh Eddie like someone would have been like let's go right like what are you doing? Why are you still in your pajamas? Let's go get out this house. Yeah. We're going to Target. We're going somewhere. Yeah, come on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, quarantine was crazy because it was a trigger for me. Oh, my and God. And that's why I started the Front Porch Project. Honestly, I never told nobody that. Mm-hmm. But I started the Front Porch Project. If, um, I don't know, a lot of people know about that, but, um. It, it, it was in the newspaper and on the news. <laughs> so, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, went around to people's house and took their picture for free on the porch to, like, basically, this is history, what we're living in right now. Yeah. And to, I did it for free. Of course, I got donations that I didn't ask for. A friend yeah. of mine's <laughs> had people donating to me. I will go one day with money on my cash up, like, hold hey. on, what's going on? Um, but I did it completely for free out of my heart. And, honestly, it because quarantine was like it was a trigger listen like I, how your de- eating yeah. disorder is like a tr- i have triggers still to this day listen and i love i don't love that you were triggered but i love that you said that because people don't realize triggers are always going to happen yes and you can't predict them your mental health doesn't go away no ever like your eating disorders yeah sadly i yeah. hate to say it that way it's always mm-hmm. in the back of your yes mind. and that's what people don't get no, it's, they don't. They, they don't think, get it. Well, you go to therapy now. Yeah. You, you, well, you take medicine now. Yeah. That was 10 years ago now. Yeah. But no, yes. I live with that every day. Every day mm-hmm. when I go to leave, I kind of second guess, like, do I want to, do I have to go somewhere? Yeah. If I don't have to go somewhere, I find myself sometimes trying to make excuses that I don't have to do something. Mm-hmm. But, but, but now me being where I'm at in life. Yeah. I, and I, I, like, stop myself. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, like, at war with myself all the time. It's, like, two people talking in your exactly. head. That's what I guess. So, mm-hmm. I have this, like, fight with myself. You're doing it. You're finding an excuse not to leave. Right. You know? And that's what, like, I just had a talk with my counselor. And I was, like, I'm, because I was, like, triggered a little bit ago. And I was, like, when I get triggered, I get real low. Because I'm, like, I'm going to be sick again. I get, like, total panic mode. Yeah. Um, and she's, like, Alexa that's your normal you're gonna be triggered yes like you need to identify those triggers and then like those two people talking in your head yeah like that's a good thing and i know people think we like sound crazy and that's the light on mental health is just not there right yet and i swear that's like my next big goal yeah and that's why i kind of like am open about it Mm -hmm. because i feel like so many people suffer like we do yes and they yes and they're Mm -hmm. so embarrassed yes 
so embarrassed. Like, there is general, I think it's called general, general anxiety. We all yeah, have, basically yeah, yeah, we yeah. all have it. Yes. Before big tests, before big interviews. Yes. My anxiety is something else, though. It's, um, I get triggers for nothing. Like, I could have a trigger because I just had a bad day. Yeah. Like, I can't explain it. I could be triggered while I'm driving and I'll yeah. start like, freaking out. Because think about it, I didn't start driving until I was, um, 27, 28. I, that's, I didn't, you're good at remembering ages. Like, you're good at remembering dates and stuff. I, yeah. yeah. So I didn't start driving literally until like 27 years old. Yeah. So it's like still kind of new to me. Most people drive us in this is 16. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's still new to me. And sometimes I feel myself shaky. Mm-hmm. And I do this thing where I like, I don't like hyperventilate or nothing, but like, um, I'll find myself scratching. Like, yes. I have this, like, scratching thing. I'll scratch myself, and I'll break out in hives, but yeah. it's my nerves. And my triggers are just, I don't know if they are. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 um, I'm honest. I go to therapy. Yeah. Um, I talk to my therapist once a month, sometimes twice. Yeah. If I need to. And, um, it's nice to have that person. Yeah, there. and you and know what? And I think what? we need to normalize. Like, that needs yes. to be more normalized. Like, therapy is normal for everybody. We all have something and PTS about something. Yes. You need that. It runs deep. Like, yeah. And counseling helps you. And, like, I want to, okay, so, I need, I, so my one friend, Allie, she calls me out when she sees that I'm getting triggered. And that sounds like what Kenzie did for you. Yes. Like, you need those friends that, like, know your past so that when they see it happening again, they can call it out and be like, hey, like, maybe you want to go to the counselor. Yeah. Or they'll try to talk to you even. But even if they can't talk to you, because no one, even if you're a counselor and you're my friend, you should not counsel me because that's going to be too hard. Yeah. It's going to be too hard. But, like, at least point me to my counselor and then I can really get in there. Like, yeah. we need people like that in our life and not, like... And I know it's awkward for them sometimes, but I feel like after you've been friends with somebody or you could tell their vibe, you could tell they're coming from a good place. Yeah. Um, because I think sometimes, like you said, people just joke about it. Yeah. And, like, even if you're joking, trying to bring it to light to me, it's that's not working. I just feel it's, like crap. It's offensive. Yeah, I feel bad. Like, I feel I bad. I literally, like, like I said years ago, um, the people that were in my life, it was a big joke. They still, to this day, call me um, Stoop Kid. I don't know if you know Stoop Kid off, like, Hey Arnold. Yes, I do. The I boy do. that never left his stoop. Yes. They called me that. And I would laugh with them at the yeah. time because it was, like, funny. But now I look back and it's like, damn, you had the energy to, like, make fun of me. Why mm-hmm. didn't nobody have the energy to be like, let's What's go. Going on? Let's yeah. do something. Let's this. I just, I admire people that have supportive families. I admire people that have supportive friends. Uh, I'm thankful I have them now. Yeah. It's never too late. I feel like, thank God I have them now. Yeah. Um, because the stress that I had in the past year or so, if I didn't have Caitlin, Kenzie, mm-hmm. you, a few other people, um, I don't know if I would have made it, honestly. Yeah. So I definitely feel like I'm, I'm at the right place in the top. I'm at the right place in my life. I'm with the right people in my life. Because, um, oh, I had thousands of reasons to be triggered this year. Yeah. Many, 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 many reasons to be triggered this year to fall back into that dark place. Yeah. Of only wanting to be in four walls. Right. Um, so, yeah, I feel like all that stuff just needs to be more brought into light and I'll embarrass myself. Yeah. I will talk about it. Um, Mm -hmm. I hope people that listen to this are like... Somebody out there yeah. suffers. Like, I know. 
And I've had people, I've like kind of said things before and I've had people say things. Um, but I don't like where, I don't know if you ever had anybody that mixed eating disorder with something that's not really, really di- eating disorder. Like, yeah, like dumb it down, not dumb it down. What's the word? Like, um, I don't know how to explain it. My example is people will be like, I know I have anxiety real bad too, but their anxiety is literally, like I said, because they have a big test. And I'm yeah. like, you yes. don't suffer like I suffer. Yes. It's not yes. to be the crybaby okay. about exactly it, but like I will literally have anxiety attack, then it falls into a panic attack, and then I'm not leaving the house. I'm going to be in my bed all day. Yes. I'm going to be in a dark place. Yes. And it's going to take more than just Mother. a phone call from a friend. I'm busy, CJ. Um, a phone call from a friend to pull me together. Yeah. So I hate when people um, take away from the actual illness. Yes. That's because what I want to say. It's like ignorance. Because yes. it's like, I, this is something I've seen all the time. There was a meme on Facebook that says, oh, I got an eating disorder. I'm going to eat all this food, all this fries, all this. I'm going to eat this. I'm going to eat that. Which one, that is like, that's binge eating. That's a real disorder. Yeah. But it's like a joke that people say all the time. Or yes. it's like, oh, you're skinny. You must have an eating disorder. No, yeah. just because you're skinny don't mean... It's like all this... People just say stuff and they don't understand, like... The people that actually suffer Oh, my gosh. You're, like, mimicking. Is that the word? No. Like, make, it, picking fun, I feel like. Mocking. You're mocking, That's yes. <laughs> mimicking. Yeah, no. It's like, like a mock. Like, you're mocking me. You're mocking the actual people that suffer with these things. Yes. Like, it makes me mad. It does. It makes me mad, <laughs> it too. It makes me so upset because it's, like, it took me years... Mm-hmm. And like I said, we live it for the rest of our life. Yes. This isn't going away. No, it doesn't. And it's like, I got to learn how to deal with this. You have to learn how to fight that person in your head. You yeah, You sound completely crazy saying that. But yeah. It's true. There is a war mm-hmm. constantly going in. I feel like everybody's head. People might not yeah. admit to it, but you have your like subconscious mind yep. always going with like, like, the person like you yes like, I, I don't know you always have to call it out too yeah if you don't you start getting in some really bad patterns that are hard to break exactly and that's like when you can fall like like i could get sick again we could get sick again yes. if we don't call ourselves out so we need that other voice oh, but when i was sick i didn't eat mm-hmm. i i that's when i was real skinny if i yeah. if you will look at pictures i mean you have to scroll years um, I don't know how much I actually weighed because I didn't go to the doctors. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was super skinny. I was pregnant with, um, Puka, Charmaine, my third kid. And no one believed I was pregnant because I was skinnier. Mm-hmm. But I stopped eating everything. I thought everything was out to kill me. I thought everything was going to hurt me. Yeah. I like started being, I used to wake up at three in the morning and scrub the walls with bleach. Something in my mind told me to do that. Yeah. Um, my hands used to be cracked so bad that they were crippled. Literally. Wow. Like, I couldn't even wash my own hair because they would be so dried out and crippled. Because um, I was compulsive. I was OCD. I would have to touch everything three times. Before I would leave a room, I would have to mm-hmm. touch the doorknob three times to make sure it was locked. Touch all the stone knobs three times before I walked out the kitchen. Bathroom, I would have to turn everything with the label face in. And I find myself doing that still. That yeah. It doesn't go away. And I still do it. But I call myself out and I'm like, I'm going to walk out this room and I'm not going to fix that. Yeah. And I'm not. And something bad's not going to happen because I do that. I right. have to literally tell myself that. Not out loud, of course. Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, that's in your head. In my yeah. head, like, I'm not going to fix that. Yeah. Because once I fix one thing, I find another thing to fix. I've spent 20 some minutes in the bathroom before just 
fidgeting with things. Yeah. Because I felt like if once I leave out that bathroom, if I didn't wash my hands and count three times and, like, all these things, it used to be, um, like I said, how you said, like, a, a lot of stuff you don't remember. Yeah. A lot of things, you, it's, like, our way of protecting ourselves. Yourself. Yeah. So, a lot of stuff I've. Like, yeah. I don't remember completely, but now I'll, like, realize it. Oh, I used to do that years ago. Yeah. It'll bring it up, but um, I don't actually remember my day-to-day. Like, I don't remember yeah. every single day when right. I was in that dark place. Right. And no. it, yeah. Like, my brain protects me from that. The blur. Yeah. So, like, even, like, when you start talking about it, you're like, oh, and here's another thing I used to do. Here's another thing I used to do. Yeah. But, well... Carla. I know. <laughs> I love talking to I know. you. So like super... we're definitely doing a part two. Yeah, we definitely doing um, a part two. We're definitely doing a part two. Because there's like so many more questions. I know. <laughs> and we got wrapped up on something. But I feel bigger. Mental health because Yes. It's all ties together. It, it, it's it, all related. And it's definitely the start of my journey if this, you know, the interview needed that. <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm so happy. I loved what we talked about. I loved it. I love you. I love what we said. I love, you, I love it all. Um, so people, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. And, um, like, share, all that good stuff. Again, this is peace with peace. So peace, um, as in, like, a slice with peace, as in, like, peace, love, happiness. So peace with peace on Facebook and on Instagram. And if you would like to share your story and inspire others, reach out to me on Facebook. Thanks, guys. Bye.